Hi, I'm Mario Evan, and you're listening to Talk Trot, a weekly inspired edutainment podcast discussing the things that most people are afraid to, but from a Jamaican perspective. From relationships, sex and sexuality, to the ins and outs of entrepreneurship, in this space we speak about almost anything with the intention to inspire, educate, entertain, and create a fair and balanced space where your truth shall become your power and set you free. Family, guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Yo, it's your boy Mario Evan and you're listening to Talk Truth. Oh man, I wanna miss me. Wanna miss me? This is episode, well, it's not gonna be like your Netflix season two, but this is season two of Talk Truth. But because I want my numbers to continue, this is going to be episode 21. So for all of you who are joining this wonderful family, we just had 20 episodes in season one. And then I took a break. I took a break for a couple of months just to recalibrate because sometimes you have to step away from the thing and try to batch some episodes, try to just kind of take a breather thing to come back again. We'll and come again, as we say in Jamaica. So... This episode is going to be episode 21 and I have the honor and pleasure of interviewing someone who I had a conversation with in December 2019 on her podcast and we spoke about being a multi-potentialite. So for all of you who listened to that episode, you know exactly who my guest is, but I'm not going to bust it yet because I know someone will want a surprise. I won't call the name of this wonderful woman. But before we go into that, I'm going to read a review because we got some new listeners and one of our reviews is a five-star review on iTunes and it comes from Trisha Marie Wang. Trisha Marie Wang, thank you so much for this wonderful interview. Review, I'm sorry, which said, wow, love this. Just found out about you. Thanks to Tammy Chin Mitchell. I am hooked and will be in listening to all. As a Jamaican living in New York City, this makes me feel like I'm at home. Trisha Marie Wang, thank you so much because that's exactly what we wanted to do when, when Talk Truth was created. And that was, I wanted to touch the souls of Jamaicans all over the world in the diaspora to just hear a Jamaican voice and talking to people with Jamaican roots and knowledge of Jamaica just so that Everybody can just feel a little piece of home and kind of hear things from the perspective that they know. So I hope you stay around. Tell your friend them, tell your family them, tell everybody in New York. Say, them need to come over, come listen and subscribe and rate and review and all of these things. Thanks, Trisha Marie Wang. Big up yourself. And we're just going to jump straight into this episode, right? So guys, enjoy this one. It's going to be deep but fun. Uh, just check it out. I love that you know how to pull your head back for levels. You for see? All these days <coughs> in the I'm studio. Perfect guest. Hello. I know, right? Um, I always come here and fix the mic. But for I feel like you there. must sound louder. I feel like I'm loud. How the levels are No, going but how about now? Now oh, I'm actually now? talking. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. Wow. Welcome to, I guess, the, my episode of my it. show of Talk Truth. That's right. And guess who I have with me? I'm so happy to um, get to speak to her again. I have Tammy Jean Mitchell. Yeah. And um, you guys may have heard our podcast episode on her show, Tammy Tackles Everything, yeah. where we spoke about being a multi-potentialite. Such great feedback from that episode. Let me tell you, people 
tell me things. It got it. It got it. Yeah. It got it. It touched people. It did. I'm so glad. And you know, while we were doing this, I was like, is anybody going to get this? And wow. so many people, people had it. breakthroughs. Yeah. And uh, so many people were like, I didn't know what to call myself. I didn't know that there was a word for this. I just thought I was X, Y, Z. And so a lot of people were able to see themselves. And, and accept themselves. And accept themselves. Which is what we wanted. Exactly. Well, there's a musician who told me to say, tell them I may have a new fan. His name is James A.P., right? Oh, so nice. back in the day, he had a song called, I look in some nookie tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. Nookie, nookie. nookie. James A.P. <laughs> lives in, in the Eastern Caribbean. Amazing. And we became friends. And I, he clicked on the link and he says he's been listening to podcasts every day. Aww. So you might hear a multi-potentialite I song by that. him because he writes. I love multi-potentialite tonight. <laughs> multi-potentialite. Multi, multi. <laughs> I'm <laughs> done with you. All right. <laughs> So, so um, before we, we, we launch into this episode, <coughs> I want the listeners to know that sometimes choosing a topic is not mm. a grand, grand fiasco no. or an elimination process. Sometimes it just flows, like yeah. what we talk about. I had no idea what I want to talk to Tammy about. I messaged Tammy on the weekend. <laughs> I said, Tammy, you have a name? Topics? Tammy <laughs> sent a voice note. What, what, what did he send? I have nothing. <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that was the voice note. Can I tell you? Yeah. So last night I messaged her and said, I have it. We're going to talk about truth and we're going to fine tune it even more. We're going to talk about personal truth and things surrounding personal truth, accessing it, finding it, claiming it, owning it, pros and cons of it. Yeah. Because um, it's both of our podcasts are based heavily I believe on honesty. Yes. And I think that's where people connect. My my podcast was almost called Honestly Speaking. Honestly Speaking. And you don't know this. I thought I'd save it for today. When people ask me, <laughs> when I ask people what their favorite word is, I really do it so they ask me what my favorite word is. <laughs> and my favorite word is truth. Really? Yeah. I love the way it sounds. It's right. It's such a pretty word. And if you're from New York, you might say truth. Truth. With the F. Or if you're, yeah. But don't you just love how it sounds? Truth. Truth. Yeah, it's, it's such a pretty, it's pretty, a pretty word. word yeah, yeah. I, I came up with that question when um, I heard Maya Angelou. She said her favorite word was murmur. Murmur, yeah. Yeah. Murmur. And she said she just loved the way it sounds, and it sounds like what it is. Like yeah. Murmur. A murmur. Yeah. It sounds like a murmur. And it I sounds thought, like what's what my favorite word? Anyway, my favorite word is truth. Well, that's a good way for yeah. me to lead into the first question. And um, guys, this is a conversation <coughs> interview card. You know how we are, me and Tammy Kennedy, we, 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 we interview. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how would you define personal truth? Mm. I know, that's a big question. I didn't even think about it. You know, when you had sent it to me, I, I actually said, you know, don't think about it. Let it flow. Right. Um, a big question, though. Personal truth. I don't know that I can describe personal truth more than I can... I guess I would say it is the way in how you choose to live your life, how what you choose. you choose to be your standard, your boundaries, your the way in which you live your life is your truth. I like that. Um, I, I like that. It's been my truth and my truth, by the way, can change. Okay. Which is so nice. Great. I was I was wondering about that because you know it sounds so final to say personal truth, but it's not really one thing, is it? No, and it's I get I kinda get annoyed when we're talking about something and somebody says, But that's the truth. Right. No, I think we have to separate facts from truth. Because it can be two different things. Right. So there could be facts about something, but it's not necessarily the truth about something. So you know like how people are always talking about these studies that show this and this and that, but there's always a study to show 
the opposite. Right. So what is the truth? Right. What and is I, the truth? And I decided at that point that the truth for me is what sits well with my soul. You get what I'm saying? And it so may be what exists within a moment. It is. Right. Exactly. And this this might sound very philosophical and woohoo and way out, but that's how I think you decide on your personal truth. How does this line up with my life? How does this sit within everything that I believe to be true. Now, there are facts about things, but even that you have to decide on if it is part of your truth or not. I like that. How does that sit within what I believe to be true? It means that, which means that someone could choose something that maybe deep down they don't love, but mm-hmm. it may align with everything else. Mm-hmm. I don't, but is that really the truth well, let's, though? Well, let's talk about, I like to talk about in this instance, like God. Right. And it's a very deep conversation and, you know, it comes up a lot. So a lot of people think that I'm not, um, like I'm not a Christian or, and I'm not, I'm actually a very spiritual person. Spiritual and then there's religious. Right. Right. That's a truth. It doesn't mean that religious doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that spiritual doesn't exist. It's just that religion is not my truth. Right. It doesn't mean that it does. It's not there. Right. You get, right, but it right. just doesn't align with so who I am. It's, so it's that's real. not my personal truth. Right. And so, um, and what I believe about God, it may be different to you or somebody else. But again, that's my personal truth, and how you believe it is yours. And that aligns with how you choose to live. Exactly. I have a definition here oh, I good. stole I to from Doctor Phil. Oh, I and love him. And he says that um, our personal truth is what we really say to ourselves when our social mask is off. Mm-hmm. Once you decide what your personal truth is, then you'll be less vulnerable to what others say. And the stronger you feel about yourself and the more confidence you have, the more susceptibility to what others say will decline. Yeah. So I like the part about the social mask being mm-hmm, off mm-hmm. because I guess it's really like you behind closed doors. It's reckoning with yourself reckoning and who you with are. Yourself. Yeah. And coming face to face with who am I? What do I believe? And I don't think people do that enough. Yeah. I think people do it when they're forced into that corner of trying to figure it out. Or, but I feel like we need to step into that place of, okay, who am I? Where am I? What do I believe? It's so easy to just go along. And this was, I, I'm going to bring it back to God and church for a right. second. I grew up in the church. We were like, uh, the best way I could explain it is like a messianic Jew. Right, right, right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, we observed the Sabbath. We fasted. We went to church on a Saturday. Right. So a lot of people were like, oh, you're Seventh-day Adventist. Yeah, no, we no, weren't. We're not, yeah. um, so we grew up in this system that, you know, had its own ways and thoughts and whatever. I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful that I have this baseline right. understanding of God, uh, the Bible, the whole thing. But for years, I just believed what my parents believed and what they said to believe. Right. For years. And which is how it kind of works <coughs> when you're a child and growing up in a system. Exactly. Right? But I mean, I was in my 20s before I started to ask questions. Right. So you were grown. Yeah. I met Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and if you know Wayne. Yeah, then you know it's deep, <laughs> he right? He asks questions, questions about everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, Why? Yeah, yeah. And I remember talking to him about certain things and, you know, arguing about the Bible and why this is this and how it's blasphemous and blah, blah, blah. And you shouldn't ask those questions. And he was, he, I remember him looking at me so lovingly and saying, but why, Tammy, why can't you ask? Yeah, why, it's okay why to ask. It's okay to form your own opinion. In essence, he was telling me to form your personal truth right. around this topic. And so that led me down a whole different rabbit hole of asking about 
why things were the way they were, and then what do I really believe? Okay, so there's this big area of what my parents believe and what we were raised to believe and what the church believed. But what about you? And there's a reason why they choose to believe right. that as well as individuals. Yeah, and, and you I, have to and form I have your own. No thing against that, anybody right. who believes what they believe. Where it irks me is when you don't give me the room to believe what I believe. Exactly. And we don't believe anything much different. No, it's probably very similar, but it, it exists is. in a slightly different form. And because it doesn't come, you don't think I'm doing it in the way that you believe right. means I must be wrong. And that's where we come into the right, wrong, um, lie, truth. What is it? What you know? is it, right? I have friends who hate motivational books. I have Christian friends who hate motivational books because they feel like it is a form of expression of God without using God. So they kind of almost think it's sidestepping the Bible mm. because it doesn't use the words of the Bible. It doesn't use the scriptures mm -hmm. and it just sounds like a bag of like positivity mumbo jumbo. Mm -hmm. So they're like, what is this? You know, but I, I love motivational books. I do too. I love the alchemist. Well, that's a story, but you know what I mean? It's still motivational. It's still motivational. And it still comes back to those very laws written and in, in the Bible. Right. So I'm always saying, you know, okay, for example, Tessie and I did not learn math or anything the same way, but we came back around to the same understanding of it just by teachers taking different routes with right. us you both can add but we, <laughs> we can both add multiply <laughs> kind of divide right um, <laughs> but the principles of math we both understand but we had to come to it in different ways right. my way wasn't hers and so i always liken it to that and liken it to the fact that you know this message of god of of the bible can come to people in so many different ways right and i just love that idea that you know, that's the beauty about God. It's just that people whittle him down to nothing. We whittle him down to a hymn, for Christ's sake. Right. Like right. he's him. He's him, yeah. You know, <laughs> like we've whittled him down to a sex. He's he. Yeah, he's he. He's a sex. He's been a man. He you know, had a white beard for but a long it's, time. Yeah, yeah it's, like just, it's crazy. So my, I guess my point is that, you know, we have to reckon with ourselves. We have to ask ourselves the questions and we have to be honest about what we believe. And then we have to speak that. Well, all right, I'm going to pull you. You, you. We used religion and you used Wayne as one of your tipping points into mm -hmm. asking questions because of his nature. Mm -hmm. What were the other ways that you accessed truth? And I, f I know that you have accessed it in music, probably through motherhood, through marriage. Um, but tell me some of the ways how you started to question yourself more and, and find your truth. Again, it was just coming back to what do I believe of this situation what do i think of this what do i resonate with and it's so easy to take on other people's ideas ideals thoughts i had to come to terms with the mother i was for example the yeah. truth of who i was as opposed to who i would like to be and what people expect you to be people expect me to be what i would like people to think of me mm -hmm. to who i am <laughs> right if that makes sense and i think that's those are like the key questions there who who do people think i who do i want people to think i am what do they expect of me and who am i trying to be those are all three different things to who am i right 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 what right, do right, right. i believe what do i 
understandable me. And so motherhood was like that big true thing for me when I thought I had everything figured out and then I became and a like mom. Bam. And then I realized I wasn't my mom. Yeah. And I was trying so hard to, to be, be my mom because I think she's such a wonderful mother. And then I wanted, you know, a prime example, I go to the supermarket and, you know, one of the kids kick off. I represent a mother I would like to be. Right. You get what I'm right. saying? This right. is natural. Right. Like right. because the mask the mask you know? again, right? And so, and then you go home, and they do the same thing, and you're like, you know, not the same <laughs> not girl the from, same the girl from the supermarket, and your kids are confused. They're like, where, like, where that mommy at? Boom, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same for marriage. Yeah. Same for yeah. business. Same, same for owning for a business. Same yeah. for everything. It's like you're constantly wearing or juggling these masks, and the truth of who you are comes when you're without the mask. You know, then you see, I it, it leads me to then ask the question. In in sitting in your personal truth, is having a mask necessary? You know what I mean? Is there a space where you need to have a mask? And I think the mask somewhat is protective mm -hmm. because uh, sometimes we have the mask to protect ourselves yeah. because people can really um, take advantage of you when your truth is fully revealed. Right. In terms of how they use your truth against you. Right. Even though it is your truth. But when you sit in your truth and you understand who you are, right. it's okay. It's the ultimate freedom, actually. And I've had this experience on my, uh, I'll, I'll use Instagram, mm -hmm. where I showed so much of my truth, the good, the bad, and the messy. Mm -hmm. And it made me, uh, because I named my truth and nobody else named it for me, it gave me this incredible freedom. And power almost. For myself. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's why I'm always I, I'm always telling people like, face your shadows, name them, name them, put them out there, call him Bob. You don't have to call him Bob, mm -hmm. call him Susan. <laughs> um, you don't have to do it on Instagram. Right. I'm just saying, right? If once you truly face all those things, and 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 there's still certain things I don't want to. I'm not ready to, to share to in share a public in a public space, space right? what I have shared with like my family. It's a it's freedom. Right. I love how you, how love how conversations just um, lead to the next question because that was exactly my next thing. I feel like a lot of people now in a day of social media are so confused about whether their truth needs to be public, mm. and and that's something I think you have to sit and decide within yourself. And does your truth have to where I am now? Is does your truth have to be a broken moment? Can does your, your truth, truth have to be a broken also moment? Also, be in your joy. So I found that the in the last year, my vulnerability really came from my hurt. Right. And that was great. But now I want to share about my joy. And there's this immediate thing of, <gasps> can I? Yeah. You know. And it's like, of course you can, because that's your truth. But social media is like the opposite. A lot of truths are only joys on social media. That's true. So but I don't know that that's all truth. Exactly. So meaning. <clears throat> Apparent truths are what they are. Exactly. Mm. And only you know the difference. The difference, you yeah. know. Um, so I'm at that point now where I'm like, I want it to also be okay for me to share in my up and my wins, which I I, 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 I am grateful to my community that they support that growth, right. you know. But I think I'm also seeing a trend where people are breaking open for no reason, mm -hmm. meaning or breaking open for the wrong reason to to gain right more attention more again attention, they, they, trust the, following the, the purpose of it the mm. reason of it is not good exactly yeah. but the only person who can know if that is true for them or not is the is person them. consuming it as well right so you you know immediately if something resonates with you or not you know because i follow a lot of different accounts um where you know it's often like people 
you know, pushing this or pushing that. Mm-hmm. And, and I see them become vulnerable to be able to do that. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel good to me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so meaning you are the ultimate right. um, barometer of that. to so know when, when something resonates with you or not. But I think if you can honestly, as the person putting that out there, you know, come from a really true place. Right nobody will ever miss it let's speak about being your own barometer and feeling truth because um that's my experience for a lot of things we spoke about it in the multi-potentialite episode where we were talking about universal flow kind of just feeling what's right being open to decisions and for me i'm like a a real empath i feel Mm -hmm. emotion i feel a lot of Mm -hmm. things and as you say you're looking on something and you're like does this resonate with me and for me now i think i've sat so comfortably in that that making that decision about what's my truth is very easy now good so I don't, I don't have that kind of conflict, and I don't feel bad about the decision after either. I'm yeah. always, I always feel pretty certain that this is mine. Yeah, you've exercised the muscle. I've exercised the muscle, and that's and the I thing you have to, time. you have to do it all the time. Um, it's like, uh, it's like any other muscle. You trust muscle, your whatever it is, you know, you know right? or any muscle you go to the gym to. Use. I know, right? <laughs> I haven't keep. been there in a while. <laughs> um, but you have to keep using it to be able to lessen the time between your answers or your, you know? Right. It's like one of those things that... Sometimes you don't even have to say, I'll call you back. Sometimes you're just like, no, I can't. Yeah, or <laughs> the conversation and then I'm going to call you <laughs> <laughs> on the next drive. On the next drive. <laughs> Tommy walked in here <laughs> saying that to somebody on the phone, right? <laughs> the, we're not done talk. I'm going to call you back. Call her back right now. But um, it's the same thing with this whole thing about honoring the valley. Like, I the reason why I even talk about honoring the valley is because... If you can accept where you are and see where you are, you can lessen your your visits there, and you can shorten the time. Right. So the valleys will happen. The valleys like are it coming. So right. if you can learn how to figure out how to be in that, then yeah. you can move to the next yeah, thing the, quicker. The valley and won't it's the feel same like with the truth. An abyss. Right. And by the way, ask the truth about everything. Do you even like Aki? I love Aki. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, talk, think do about think about all the things you eat, do you drink, like liver? do. I love liver. I don't love liver. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's, it's a tricky thing. It's a tricky thing. So, meaning you have to practice the truth in everything. You're Does really, that make you're sense? Really, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of people struggle because it's very difficult for them yeah. to really accept the truth about yeah. themselves. Um, but that comes down to claiming and owning it. Yes. Did you have a definitive time? I know it's a journey. Yeah. So, we're saying that learning to sit in your personal truth is a journey. But do you have any moments, any clicking moments, any moments of like real like Lots. Lots. One of them that comes to me immediately is <laughs> be, I lived in Atlanta at the time. Mm-hmm. I was signed for the second time to another record label. Mm-hmm. I was sat in my beautiful apartment in the closet. And I decided I can't do this anymore. You sat in a closet. In I was the closet. in my nice, beautiful walk-in closet. Oh gosh! Oh, so it was. Yeah, I was in one little, little Ocobit closet. No, Maybe no, no. Then I want closet. No, it could no, be no. a bedroom. It was nice. I had no reason to not want this anymore. Yeah. Except that it wasn't. It wasn't fulfilling anymore. Wasn't my personal wasn't your truth. truth anymore. Exactly. And it was. This truth had expired. This truth had expired. Oh boy. And I sat in my closet, and I was about to call the owner of the label, and. I felt like I was going to burst if I didn't. And I had a decision right in front of me to keep plotting and doing what was expected, what people thought, what could be versus how I really felt. Right. 
And that was like a big moment for me in just being like, I choose me. Like, and I choose what I believe about this and how I'm feeling about this to be true. And I'm going to go with that versus all of the potential things that we're going to be aligned with this thing that I don't want to do anymore. That I don't want to do anymore. And and all the people I'm going to disappoint, even in my immediate team. How am I going to tell my manager? How am I going to tell my attorney? Because their lives bank on their your lives success. bank on my success. How am I going to, you know, go back home to Jamaica? I've been living here for almost a year now. How am I going to tell everybody there that I didn't become what they thought I would be? How am I going to tell everybody that I just want to get married and have kids? Like, Who's going to want who's, that? Yeah. I mean, what is Wayne going to think about this? Is this what he Wayne's signed up for? going to be like, I'm going to be your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne is like, yes. No, but Wayne believes so much in, in that you journey for a, me as too. A, as a, yeah, and, and, and that in itself, he wants it to sing. that yeah. in itself was a journey for us, you know, because he had to now acclimatize to my truth, you know? So that was a definite pivotal moment for sure. Um, yeah. As it pertains to personal truth. Like that stood out to me. You yeah. just um so nicely hit on not just a con, but you see fear is a con. You just hit all the fears that yeah. everyone who has a truth mm-hmm. to claim goes through. Mm-hmm. And I can think of the type of people I know, the type of patients I meet and the lives that I've encountered. And this is someone marrying outside of race, mm-hmm. marrying outside of religion, mm-hmm. denomination, class, class mm-hmm. um, coming out of the closet. Mm-hmm. We can think of all of the various truths. And disappointment yeah. is high up on the list yeah. as to why people, people are afraid yeah. of disappointing and destroying the other lives yeah. that they think Not bank their on their own. life. Yeah. But they need to be banking on their life. Like you need to be more afraid of disappointing yourself. yourself. Yeah, exactly. But that's how we were conditioned and raised. Right. And this is why it's so important even with our children to try and raise independent thinkers individuals who, mm-hmm. who really want the best for themselves and it and we let them know it's okay right you know so even something as simple as um i'll give you an example M- my kids you know will come to me about something and i used to say oh that makes mommy really happy you know and for the longest time jackson would keep coming to me and going does that make you happy, mom? Does that make you happy? Um, did I make you happy? And I literally had to stop in my tracks right. and be like, oh, no, no, mm. no. And I, I changed that narrative from, you know, you're not, res- I had to tell him, he you're not to responsible you. for mommy's happiness. You mm-hmm. add to my happiness. And this go- is the same for Wayne. This is the same for my relationships with my sisters, brothers, friends. Right. You are not responsible for making me happy. I have to do that all on my own. You add to my happiness. And I think that's like the biggest misconception in marriage that like I make you happy. You make me happy. When the truth is we have to find our happiness within ourselves individually. Mm -hmm. And whatever pours out of that cup, we get to share. Right. And so it's it's the same for us. Like I can't be concerned about what you think. I can be concerned about it, it can but affect I cannot, you, but you cannot allow it. I to. cannot allow it to be a deciding factor for what I believe is right and good for me. Right. Let's talk a little bit about kids and truth. Um, mm. I really believe in all of those things about if you really want to find what you love, think about what you wanted to do when you were like under seven years old. Mm-hmm. You know what? What really excited you? And p- some people laugh about it, but a lot of books speak about mm-hmm. it. Um, because children are fearless and children are not sitting in a space of um, 
judgment no. per se. They, they grow into that space. But before they get there, they are free and they're cartwheeling. As you yeah. said, they're, they're going out, they're walking. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you see, I just lost my train of it's thought. Okay. I don't know what <laughs> I wanted to know your opinion on whether they, whether they really get it. Yeah. Like, so you're nurturing your child to be independent and independent think about do they really ever get it until they're an adult and have gone through <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> the crap? Yeah, but the, this is a big rule in my house. We only tell them the truth. So about everything. Right. So they ask, we don't bullshit them you about them. anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if they, I can curse if, on if, here. No, you can't <laughs> okay, curse on here. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get the explicit E beside yeah, it like dear. some are yours. <laughs> all of mine. I know, all of yours. Um, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> so we don't offer anything unless it is asked. So my mom was a big believer in this. Right. If your kids are asking, they're ready to know. I like Because that. somebody has mentioned it. They've seen they've it seen on it the television. And they need to clarify. They need to clarify. And you are responsible to tell them the truth. Mm. Because A, you need to build that trust with your child. B, you need to teach them that this is the truth. This is the, the, the truth that I know to be true. And see, I just and love the culture of open communication yeah. with children and oh, not this and then dynamic of you them. get to make your decision on whether it's true for you or right. not. Right. So like, uh, w- that's how we've always like operated with, say, God. Here's what I believe. Here's what daddy believes. You have that information. You get to choose what you believe. So go and try on everything. Right. You know? Right. Um, but just to give you a baseline, this is what we believe. So Santa Claus doesn't exist in our house. Because when the conversation came up, we were truthful about it. Right. We and were able to real. tell you the story of St. Nicholas, which is very different. We can tell you the story about a lot of different things. But the truth is he doesn't exist <laughs> in nowadays time coming down a chimney i don't know um right we don't even have chimneys in jamaica exactly so what's going on here? the tooth fairy isn't real like meaning and and they're little so that's that's the conversations we're having now but even with the big boys we have very honest conversations about whatever it is they want to talk about right tell your kids the truth do not tell them a lie that you're going to have to then say that was what used to sit really badly with me with the santa claus thing i don't know how at six or seven or whenever kids figure it out I then say to you, I lied. Right. I'm so sorry. I told a lie. It's a little manipulative under the guise of creating joy for them. My thing is this. I, you, that that um, well-being came from me. Those gifts came from me and your dad. Like, <laughs> I bought them. I'm my cool money. with that. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, you should be cool with it And too. you should be extra cool with I it. I bought this for you. Yeah. That, so, that is, I don't know. That's Santa funny. is a little tricky. Well, I'm glad you touched on truth, truth, because there's personal truth, with f- which I feel like we have to own. But there is this concept of people in the streets in life that feel them need to talk the truth in the kind of way that I think is really just projection or well, is it some way to make them feel better. I'm talking yeah. people who say stuff like, La, that not fit your good, find a better size, yeah. or I don't like all that purple ear loop on you, yeah. or and why you wear that for? Um, okay, so there's a so difference. There's, there's this is now when in our culture <laughs> where we talk truth, where we yes. are talk people business. Yes. Are we trying That's to identify things to, in yeah. other people that we think should be fixed? Right. That's an interesting space. Yes. And, yes. and it's a space where I've clapped back back yes. in the day. <laughs> Again, now we know clap. My back. favorite thing is that maybe your truth. <laughs> <laughs> that may be true for you, but it's not you. true for me. Right. And there is a difference. Okay, I always believe that you know, whenever you're seeing anything, what's that saying that says let it pass between, let it pass through three gates? Is it true? Is it necessary? Is it kind? Okay. Is that what that's, it is? That's one too. Um, yeah. and it's like. 
I don't need to share something with you in an unkind way, even if it's not a nice thing. Right. So it's all about your delivery. But then that comes back down to your personal truth and how you deliver, how you receive. Um, but I always tell people, don't give me something in a way that you can't take it back. You know, so don't give me something in an unkind way. Right. And should I give you back in an unkind way, you all of a sudden can't manage can't it. Can't manage it. So if you'd like to be heard, if you'd like what you have to say to be received, be nice. You know, there's a very nice way to tell somebody Anything. something. Don't look at them. Right, <laughs> look good by right, them. Right. <laughs> but then this brings me back to another but very important necessary? thing about truth. Whose right is exactly. it? Whose right is it? And, yeah. and one thing I definitely wanted to say in this episode was people need to recognize that individuals have to determine their own truth and it's theirs to share and theirs mm -hmm, to speak. Mm -hmm. I find that a lot of times people want to try and figure out people's truth so they're mm -hmm. questioning want people to tell them or they want truth. to tell other yeah. people someone else's truth yeah. that they've discovered. Yeah. And that's weird to me because why is it yours to share? No, that's And I have friends asking me, asking me about other people's truths yeah. out of their curiosity yeah. and I never answer. Right. So people ask me questions about other people and I'm just like blank. Yeah. Silent. Yeah. Because I, I refuse to share anything about someone else. That's not mine to share. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Where do I have the right to take somebody else's truth and share it? Agreed. So I mean, I, I have had situations where people are struggling with something that they know or and almost need to talk it through that's a very different thing than gossiping right and so i think it comes back to your intention and your integrity and your integrity um about why you feel the need to do that yeah um and it's often because people don't know their own personal I truth so or understand their own boundaries a personal insecurity, exactly. lack of boundaries. Or sometimes they do it to gain attention exactly. again. So exactly. So it comes back to them gaining some folk. They get pleasure from sharing this information because yeah. it brings the attention back to but them. But that's not knowing your personal truth. Yeah. And again, it's not knowing your own boundaries, knowing your own standards, knowing where you've set the bar right. and knowing what's right for you and not right for you. Which is their, which is everybody's journey actually, because I'm sure we can look back to days in our lives when we were less <laughs> conscious. Don't, don't you think it'd be a good place to start? Like meaning, you know, Just we're we're talking about this journey, but I hey, don't know if they know though. I know that's the thing. A lot of people so think that they feel listening. right in themselves. They feel they feel like they're in their truth in this moment. I know. I know. Gossiping and doing whatever they're doing. They're, not, they're not totally aware. I know. They, but I, hopefully I they hopefully And they so this message it. is for those who can hear. Right. And so it is, it's a great place to start. Like literally, take some time to get to know those things about yourself. Examine yourself. Because then you can work from there. And then you actually have like, uh, you know, whenever you get a job, you get like a, what's it called? Um, a manual? A no. contract? No, or like, a, I know it's Yeah, where the code of conduct. Right. You need your code of conduct. You know, you need to define what, where I, what, what I, how I do you function? Right? Exactly. How do you operate? Exactly. And what's good for and this business? And what's good <laughs> this for person. me? And exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I have this wonderful quote, and it took me forever to get his name right because he's German. He's a German philosopher Boy, by the name of Arthur Schopenhauer. Oh. It says all truth passes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. And third, it is accepted as being self-evident. Mm. I liked it because I think this happens within yourself. Mm -hmm. As you were talking about mm -hmm. being the right mother for yourself. You're actually kind of ridiculing yourself. Like, mm -hmm. am I doing this right? Mm -hmm. And then you're violently opposing it, mm -hmm. trying to be the right thing. And mm -hmm. then 
then you know, it becomes self-evident. Self-evident. It becomes that this is what I am. Yeah, yeah. And I, I liked it because like it really too. is the three, the three stages. Yeah. Of all of it. Yeah. And it's the same thing. If you reveal a truth, it's going to be ridiculed. Mm-hmm. It but eventually, mm-hmm. it's going to be accepted because people cannot do anything to change because what it's it the is. Truth. Yeah. It's your truth. What if your truth puts you at harm? The, so that's one. All right, let's stay there first. I have another one. And the next one is, what if your truth is intertwined with other people's truths? So personal truths are mine to own. But yeah. what if, like, we murdered somebody last year and it was like, I know what you did I last summer, Tammy. I think about this all the time. And then I'm like, but what if Tammy tell no? I but what if you. Maria tell what the hell am I going to do? Oh but God. Tammy can't tell because I'm going to go to jail, I'm going to chill. If Tammy tell me I'm going to murder. You it's know, like the show, How to Get Away Murder. Every time I watch anything like that, I always <laughs> am like, yo, what me to do? Look, I tweeted it the other day and a girl said, what if your truths are intertwined? And I said, boy, I was really talking about personal truth. And then I was like, well, people should own their personal truth. What if my truth intertwined? if you and I ever committed a crime, I'm telling the truth. I know you're going to. <laughs> I mean, I'm go- well, we're both going to jail. <laughs> I've decided it's better to go to jail than to try and live that crazy life of like being on the run and right. hiding and things. And trying to hide everything. And it's, they always have that one moment where they could just tell the truth. And they didn't. And then they end up Back in a rabbit hole. Deep, yes. And before you know it, they've killed three <laughs> more people. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. So let's just go and do this sentence. Exactly. Let's do this sentence for like our two, three years. I am not the one. You're not the to one. To help you murder anybody. <laughs> and then I saw this other thing the other day where there was an accidental death. Yeah. Um, another show again. And I was like, go tell the truth then there would be no show and i know show the show went on for like 10 years meaning like in <laughs> yeah. the lifespan Life, of the show because it was like lifetime yeah. yeah and it's a domino effect it's a butterfly effect like it affected everything and i was just like i, I think i've watched enough of them to be like if i was ever in this position you're telling the truth. Tell the truth it answers our question though yeah. a lot of times when people decide not to speak the truth mm-hmm. it's really out of fear and I mean, in our culture too. Fair of being ridiculed. Ridiculed. Fair of, yeah. And in our culture, especially crime culture, when people say things and don't speak, in pharma culture, it's fear for them life. Absolutely. And can I now wrong that somebody? that is tricky. Can I wrong someone I for agree. protecting themselves now? This is where, where, what if the truth puts you at harm? Uh, what if you're in a space where telling your truth is going to lead to you being hurt? Oh, God. Do you keep the mask on? Oh, God. And that's why I think in our culture, lots of masks you're are so worn. Right. Because that's where the mask is protective. So it's not that people don't want to accept the truth. They've accepted their personal truth. Yeah. Just that having it ex- exist outside of and then that affects your area. children your family your, your behavior everything like how do you then tell the truth about something you know and put yours at risk too wow this yeah, is hard this is hard and i think the difference between this type of person and the one who hasn't discovered their truth is that one is on a journey of discovering truth this person has possibly accepted their truth but they cannot live in it because oh. of limitations yeah it's so complicated. It's so complicated. And I don't know that I have like a final answer for you on if if truth caused harm. Yeah. What I would do. And I just pray God I never have to find <laughs> You know what? Cause you might live in a space where all of your truths really just kind of can flourish in the space that you're in. Yeah. But that's not the case I for can't everybody. imagine holding anything. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That would kill me, eat me alive. Like if I knew something about something else that was affecting, I don't, I don't know. You don't know how you'd manage. I don't know. Yeah, don't sit good with your, it doesn't with, sit good with, with, your, with your like personality I'm fidgeting time. right, right. <laughs> now, you know, <laughs> it like. It makes it uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, that's interesting. We, we, we spoke about this a bit already, but um, we were talking about does your truth need a, a public platform? But um, some recent ones that have happened that I find interesting and some old ones. 
Um, so Robin, who used to be backup dancer, best friend to Whitney Houston, has come out with her I book. And, you know, I know when people come out with these stories about love, especially if the other person is deceased. Yeah. People think that they're doing it for money and mm -hmm. fame. And I've watched a few interviews. Mm -hmm. And she looks so genuine in her mm -hmm. expression, you know. Mm -hmm. She and Whitney had this relationship that nobody knew about. Mm -hmm. But they've hinted at it in the documentaries. Mm -hmm. And she decided, you know what? I'm going to clear up all of the lies mm -hmm. and I'm going to speak my, my truth. My truth. Yeah. And Whitney's not here. Yeah. She has a partner. She's moved on. Yeah. But even when you look in her eyes, you can tell it's still such a very important part, sacred yeah. part of her life. Yeah. I, I'm not in one interview have I seen her and thought, she's I'm here fraud. to make some money. Right. Yeah. I feel the same but way about her, actually. She's going to make some money. Because yeah. I probably, no, but, but. I feel like she resonates as being authentic, truthful and truthful. authentic. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think the. the the purpose behind the book was to clarify a lot of the lies and rumors that were out there, which she didn't have to do. Yeah. But she It's felt hard to live with it. Better. It's hard to live when people make and form their own truths about you. And it floats around. And you around. don't get a chance to say your truth. To say your truth. And I think for what it's worth, at least her truth is out. It's out and it can close a chapter yeah. in her life yeah. at least. Because can you imagine being her or anybody who has who has had something or many things said about you like yeah i mean especially as public as that too yeah you 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 at some point feel the need to vocalize your truth yeah now the great gurus and <laughs> um you know enlightened people would say well you don't have to defend your own truth it is what it is right. you know but i ain't there yet <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, how do you feel about forgiveness and truth? Um, let's use even celebrities like Bill Cosby and yeah. the whole Me Too movement. Um, granted, his truth has been more revealed by others than by him. Mm -hmm. But, you know, do we have a place in our hearts to forgive people for making mistakes that were in their truth at that moment, like many years ago, you know? And how do we navigate that? You know, a lot of us won't forgive Bill. No. Um, and his truth in that moment was not good. <laughs> and I mean, and I, and I, mean I, I don't know. Is that his personal truth? Or was that him in a destructive you see, this space? Is, this is where truth comes. So I don't think that that's his personal it truth. It was those women's think, personal truths, though. I think, yes, what happened to absolutely. What happened to them meaning, was their personal Meaning truth. the space that he held, I don't think came from a place of truly, um, what's the word? I feel like, I feel like for him, he was not well. Right, exactly. He, he wasn't well. I think anybody in a position like that, be that you're driven by greed, be that you're driven by, um, you know, money, trauma, power, drugs, money, trauma, whatever it yeah. may be. So, I think if I think forgiveness in this case really has to do with the people who are affected directly. And I've seen in so many situations where people have found it in themselves to forgive people who have done heinous things um, to people connected to them or to even them themselves. And my hat goes so high off to people who can do that. It's big. It's, it's big. huge. It's huge. Mature. I was just watching the, the, the um, case the other day with the, the police officer who went into the wrong apartment um, and shot somebody who she thought was in her apartment. She was a police oh, wow. officer, a yeah. white police officer, and she killed... Um, a black man yeah and she her his brother hugged her in the courtroom and said that he forgived her and i look at things like that and my heart just yeah come out of your chest, come out of my chest because i think to myself wow could i be so 
capable to do something like that? Could I forgive somebody who hurt, who killed yeah. somebody who I was close to? And I do believe that forgiveness is like the ultimate uh, enlightened enlightened place to place be to be regarding anything regarding if you everything. can if well those are yeah. wonderful these are like two beautiful spaces for yeah. per, for individual finding a truth is freedom yeah but forgiveness is the ultimate is where you can close a door yeah. let something go not have yeah. malice yeah you know that saying it. that says to air is human mm -hmm. to forgive is divine mm -hmm. and it's so true mm -hmm. so making mistakes is a part of this journey right Some so if you can forgive somebody yeah. for a mistake yeah is anything unforgivable i mean <sighs> we will say it is but it probably is it until it happens to you you, you don't, don't know. know yeah so i look at that that man who can forgive that woman who who killed her his brother and i'm like i don't know how you do that yeah. But then you put yourself in that position and you can't see because you're not living it. You don't know what it feels like to carry that around. Right. Um, Bill Cosby. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's tricky. He's a tricky one. And it's because um, what he was what portrayed he represented, as represented yeah. in the public eye to was us so as a child opposite. was so the opposite and of what, what, what he became. What a, um, what a, a place to be in where you represent this thing, but in another breath you're doing this other thing that is so contrived. And so far apart from what you do, this is a whole other podcast. It's, yeah, but it's a perfect example of how your yeah. how your truth. The masks as well. Oh, the mask. Yeah. yeah. All right. As we move along, I'm gonna just give you some rapid fire oh, questions. Well, well, not too many. What the yeah. question is? Um, in a nutshell, what would be some of the pros of you living a truthful life? The pros are that you have a lot of freedom. Yeah. Within who you are and feeling like. It's it's just it's just the ultimate feeling of okay, I know who I am. I know what I believe to be true, and also, I can change that as well. Like if somebody comes along and says, "Well, I don't really believe," I, I'm willing to be like, "Well, let me hear what you have to say." So it's not, you know, the definite right self comfort, security, and openness yeah. to receive other yeah, things absolutely. and learn. What would you say are the greatest cons of a truthful life, if there are any? Hmm. I don't know that there are many cons. Mm -hmm. mm, I can't think of any right now. Yeah. I just feel like um, there are just so many more pros. What would be a con of living a truthful life? Maybe some people won't agree with you on that particular thing. Maybe some people may ridicule you. Right. Um, but that hasn't really been my experience. But it to tell you the matter, truth. Right. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, you're living yeah. in your truth, right? Yeah. Uh, this is a weird question. It just popped into my head. I don't know if mm -hmm. it makes any sense, but if there was anyone in your life that you would love to sit down and hear the truth from, who would it be? That Alive I, or dead? Okay, good. Oh. Oh no, hear their personal truth. Hmm. If they were willing to share it with you, who would that be? Immediately I thought about my grandmother, my father's mother. Mm -hmm. um, she had such an interesting life and her parents came here from Hong Kong and she was like first generation Chinese Jamaican mm -hmm. and I would love to I would just love to get to know her better and hear what her transition her was like yeah. into this space yeah and just her whole life and what it meant to her and what she you know really really believed what she knew what she wished she did differently I don't know there's something about her that always makes me go I wish I knew more so yeah. like even now like I say to the boys you know you're so lucky that your your grandmothers are here 
like get to know them <laughs> you yeah, know they don't appreciate it yet <laughs> i didn't really know. know mine well yeah i was too young when they yeah. passed and exactly like I you i would love to meet mine i would too. love to yeah yeah, but they were both farmers. One, my, like my father's father was like, when he paints the picture, it seems like typical Westmoreland, mm-hmm. almost chauvinist farmer mm-hmm, man, like mm-hmm. man is boss. And, mm-hmm. and um, I would be curious to know what his whole process yeah. was and what, you know? Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I had another wonderful question. Yeah. You know what's funny? I mentioned the whole Chinese Jamaican thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of the topics I thought about throwing at you, but I didn't oh. know if that would have been something <laughs> interesting to discuss. I but never even call myself Chinese Jamaican. I want, yeah, what do you call yourself? <laughs> I'm just Jamaican. Jamaican, good, right? <laughs> no, but that, no, but no, Tammy, that is the conversation. Yeah. And it's not so much about how you identify, it's true. but how the rest of Jamaica identifies yeah. you and how that experiences. But that's a whole nother <clears> conversation. I'd love to have that conversation because sometime. Because I feel like that's a big thing, but people don't talk about it much. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I want you to touch on one thing before we wrap, and that is tell me a little bit about Honor the Valley. Oh, thank Your you. Your project, yeah. Honor oh the Valley. Oh my gosh, Honor the Valley. What is it? Honor the Valley is, uh, it, was a, it was a set of tools I kind of came up with from being in the valley space. I mean, the valley is what I call that low point between two peaks of your life um and not even peaks just and not just of your life it could be of anything like you know you experience those low places very often and one time i had spent i want to say three years in a valley (laughs) and i remember it wasn't until i had come to terms with where i was that reckoning with ourselves and understanding that the valley had um, gifts for me and lessons for me that I quickly embraced the valley yeah. and then was able to leave. And so this book, it's just a 10, 15 minute read. I mean, if you do the work, it's a little bit longer. I signed up for the mailing list. So I haven't glad. read it yet, but I'll check it out <laughs> for I'm sure. So glad. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really, I actually wrote it just after a quick stint in the valley. <laughs> like I said, you kind of lessen the time uh, right. there, but you visit. After passing through exactly. the valley, I wrote this short book. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, there's lots of things I learned in the valley. I mean, things like, you know, streams, rivers often flow through the valley, which uh, means it's not a place of stagnancy right. or there's life it's there. It's not barren, yeah. It's not, you yeah. know, and there's something... It's where we collect everything. It's where we collect all of the experiences and the lessons and kind of turn them into and something probably else. Probably make some tools to climb absolutely, back out. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so I just wanted to write something about it because I'm, I think it's something that people, whether they're in that valley space or out of the valley space, there's a lot of good work in there to be done. A lot of self-reflection and reckoning with oneself. Um, so yeah, I wanted to make it free so that everybody could have a copy of it. And I really needed to just write this book. Absolutely. And I just wanted to get it to everybody. So if anybody's interested, you can check out my Instagram page at Tammy Chin Mitchell. Right. And the link is in the bio. And at it just Tammy, downloads straight to your phone. At Tammy Chin Mitchell on yeah. Instagram. You have any other places or platforms Not where right you want no. people to follow? Instagram right is the no. main one. Instagram is the main one. All right. <coughs> final words. I just want to say that I believe that your sitting in your personal truth really leads you into becoming your higher self. Mm-hmm. And I think that for me personally, that's really my aim to become the highest self I can be while I'm here on this planet. Um, what's your, what are your thoughts? I love that. What are your thoughts on that? I believe the same. Um, you know, the word freedom has come up a lot today. And I realize that that's big for me. It's big for me in my relationships with people. 
um, that I have this freedom to be who I am mm -hmm. and become whoever I am becoming. <laughs> and I think that checking back in with your truth will always be the compass that tells you what to do next, where to go next. And like I said, that truth may change from time to time. It may stay the same forever, but you have to be open to learning new things, to opening, having conversations that maybe don't align with your truth right now, but you never know. Like that could grow you a little more. Yeah. Because what I believe now versus what I believed 10 years ago. So different. So different. Yeah. And so your truth, as much as it is the, 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 I'd say the river that runs through you, just like the river, it can change. It's yeah. ever moving. It's growing. It's flowing. And so check in with it. Yeah. Check. Tend to your river. Tend, tend to your, to your river. river. Tend and, to and tend to, to your see. valley. Tend to your valley. All of that. And um, I guess today, most importantly, learn to self-examine yourself and start to sit inside of your truth. You might find some wonderful things there. Yeah. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid Do of it. Do not be afraid of who you are. Like, no, I, one of the big things I put even in this book, I was like, when you're writing this, nobody's going to see it. Right. This is so yours. You can see <laughs> Whatever it is you <laughs> want feel. To say. And I feel like we, are, I posted another thing about being busy or busying ourselves to not the face distraction that sometimes, yeah. of who we are, acknowledging who we are. We're too afraid to slow down. So we distract ourselves. Slow yeah, down. With busyness. Slow yeah. down. Sit in the quiet. A lot of people don't like to sit yeah. in the silence. And a lot I of people know. think they know who they are. Yeah. I'm going to challenge you today. Yeah. You know, even just with your day to day life. Challenge yourself to see what is true or not. They you. haven't even asked the questions, you know. They just yeah. exist in the space. Yeah. Tammy, yeah. it's always such a pleasure. I just want to tell you that I'm proud of you. Thank you. I don't know you very well. It's our <laughs> second time meeting. <laughs> we know each other very well. But we know each other forever. Well. <laughs> we know each other very well. Um, but I am so proud to see your evolution and where it's going. And that you're happy. You're finding Thank joy you. in it. And you can feel that. And... um yeah keep doing it actually no pressure but i want a book down the line but not ah. like not like yeah a book a book, book, book yeah a book book about tammy but <laughs> this is my book book you work i'm working book, on book, my book book your book book right so <laughs> the, this is a little book so Thank folks you. follow tammy if you don't already know her and of course um check out her project another valley on her instagram page the link is there download it yeah. and um yeah and thank you mario like thank you. thank you for being exactly who you are and creating this space to have these conversations and you know we may not always you know just and a likewise. while ago when we were talking mm -hmm. about you know i immediately wanted to be like what do i think about this right but the truth is it just comes back to well what do you think about it not everybody will agree no some people might we say, may not well, even agree with each other <laughs> but that's the beauty of your truth right that it is it's yours, yours. <laughs> <laughs> we did a twin answer it's yours <laughs> guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tatrot. until yeah. next time Oh. Oh. <laughs> you got the power <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to the very first episode of season 2 of Talk Trot that was episode number 21 which means there are 20, 20 whole episodes right before this that you need to catch up on if you haven't and you heard it from the lady herself Mrs. Tammy Chin Mitchell who is just such a phenomenal human being. And again, it's our second time meeting, our second time doing a podcast episode together. And it's just always such a joy speaking to her. So support her thing. Go to her Instagram page and show her some love. And for me, you need to follow me on Instagram as well at Mario Evan. That's M-A-R-I-O-E-V-O-N. And we have a couple new additions to the Talk Truth family. And that would be we have an Instagram page, people. It's talk 
talktruth.truthja and it's on Instagram and we're also on Facebook. Just search for Talk Truth with Mario Evan and you'll find a Facebook fan page and we now have an Instagram page. And as usual, we have our website, which is talktruthja.com. Um, our email is talktruthja at gmail.com. So there are ways to reach out to us. And very important to us are reviews. Reviews really help to change the ranking of our podcast and help people to find it, to listen to it, and and you know other good things. So you need to go on iTunes and give us a rating if you enjoy it. Let us know how you feel. Let us know what you thought. And of course, we'll big you up on a future episode if you drop a comment. All right. I don't have anything more to say. Please talk truth. Follow your truth. This is Talk Truth, a place where your truth can become your power and set you free. I'm Mario Evan. Until next time, guys. Peace.